This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.ubs.com for further information about UBS. Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the UBS Global Research Pod Hub, a channel that shares insights from economists, strategists, and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets. My name is Nick Yule from the Australian Economics Team. And in this episode, we're going to be taking a high-level look at our recently published consumer deep dive. I'm joined by Nick Geno, Australian New Zealand economist. So Nick, it is well known that the key Australian consumer debate in 2023 is how fast consumption will slow. And last week, we published a pretty interesting report on the topic, where we dove into some new and not widely watched data to see what it unveils about the distribution of savings across the Australian economy. What are your key takeaways from the data and the subsequent implications on the RBA and broader economy? Hello, Nick. That's right. That is the key debate. And this deep dive has increased our conviction that the looming household cash flow crunch will sharply slow consumption from the middle of this year. We think middle-aged households are over-leveraged and we're already drawing down the level of their cash balances in 21-22. Hence, we see rate cuts with a risk more as required from Q4 this year to support those aged 25 to 44, who account for around a third of total consumption. For the RBA, we see risks of further hikes later this year. However, pending government policy changes on wages, in particular, the potential for the minimum wage decision to be linked to CPI again in June this year. So equities seem to be pricing a soft landing where consumption moderates to a trend-like pace in coming quarters, but we see a sharper slowing to a well below trend pace from the middle of this year. We've also formed a more nuanced view on the consumer and we prefer the super young aged 15 to 24 and older aged 55 plus consumer who are likely to be more resilient this cycle. Our analysis using APRA monthly deposits suggests that total extra household deposits we're around 180 billion above trend in December 2022, but the ABS annual and biannual survey showed older households aged above 55 accumulated almost all the extra cash. Thanks, Nick. That's very interesting. And I find the analysis on age demographics particularly interesting. Who do you think are the most positively and negatively exposed to the impact of the RBA's rate hikes? So Nick, we like their very young and older consumer this cycle because between them, they hold all the extra cash. Of the 180 billion in above trend cash, the 65 plus group holds 141 billion in 21-22 and the 55 to 64 group held around 40 billion. Meanwhile, the 15 to 24 group held a smaller 8 billion in extra cash, but this was still a very large deviation above their pre-COVID trend and relative to their pre-COVID cash balance. Meanwhile, we think the middle-aged households will be hit hard by the rate hikes and already saw their cash savings dwindling before rate hikes materially impacted cash flow in 21-22. The average middle-aged household saw large declines of 10 to 18% year on year in their 21-22 bank balances to an average household cash balance of 70 to 76,000. In other words, middle-aged households already drew down all their extra cash savings in 21-22 before the rate hikes started to impact their cash flow. 
Another point I'll make is a level decline in cash savings held in bank accounts is abnormal. And that's what we saw for the 25 to 44 year age group. And this is because positive credit growth and positive economic growth means the amount of cash held in bank accounts and the banking system was growing at an annual pace of around 6% before COVID. So we think the large level drop in cash savings signals an unsustainable rate of consumption for middle-aged households in 21-22 amid reopening. While older households saw a spike, on average, the 65 plus households hold 172,000 more cash than debt on their household balance sheet. So they are uniquely positively geared to rising interest rates through higher interest income. And UBS also undertakes a proprietary consumer survey. How does this new analysis from our notes stack up against the findings from the most recent survey? So UBS Evidence Lab's consumer survey has picked consumer spending trends very well in 2022, and it's picked it a fair bit better than a lot of other sentiment measures. And we think this is because the survey doesn't so much ask consumers how they feel, but rather asks them what and how much they will spend over the next 12 months. In Q4, our survey showed spending intentions at an aggregate level were still very elevated. Even more surprising was that middle aged 35 to 44 cohorts saw spending intentions not only hit a record high, but they were more elevated than any other age group. And this is quite strange given that middle-aged households aged 35 to 44 faced the largest interest payable shocks of around 9.5% of disposable income ahead. To put it simply, they're over leveraged. They've got debt to income at three times. So we wonder, when will the penny drop for this group? And just zooming out, in aggregate, we talk about the extra savings in the economy. When do you think they'll run out? So around the middle of this year, we think the expiry of those fixed rate loans will really accelerate. In the June quarter, more than a 15% share of the fixed rate loan stock will expire. And we think that is gonna cause a very sharp um, slowdown. But the distribution of savings is very uneven. So while middle-aged households may have already exhausted their extra savings, the 65 plus group may not exhaust their extra cash savings for many years. And this note has sparked a fair bit of conversation from readers. What are the most interesting perspectives that you've heard? So one of the main pushbacks we get is that the so-called bank of mum and dad or the 65 plus age group will actually support the middle-aged household and middle-aged consumer during this hiking cycle by transferring some of those extra cash balances that they've built up. Uh, clearly, there is a risk that we do have a bit of that around the margin, but we don't consider it to be a material um, impact at an aggregate level. And do you see any, I guess, boost to income that will offset the drain for those demographics who are most particularly exposed? It will provide somewhat of an offset to the increase in mortgage repayments, but the simple fact is income's not rising faster than interest rates in a percentage change term. So the net impact on disposable income is still going to be negative for a lot of households, especially those in the middle of their consumption life cycle with high debt to income. We also think income growth will slow ahead in line with the pulse from the Q4 consumer survey, which showed that 
peak wage pressures have passed. In this cycle, we also see the unemployment rate having bottomed probably in October last year, installing around 3.5% since August last year. And we see the unemployment rate trending up to around 5% in 2024. So income growth is likely to continue moderating. Thanks, Nick. That was all very insightful. And thank you all for visiting the UBS Global Research Pod Hub. This was an overview of our recent consumer deep dive from Nick Yule and Nick Geno. Tune in again for more investment insights. This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content and has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory, regulatory or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2023. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.